you touched on on a point and I'm kind of j jumping around a little bit but that quiet time mm -hmm. you know you had the commute so you were forced to have that quiet time that you time of okay it's gonna be okay I'm, I'm making a difference here sometimes these things happen and I think we all need to have quiet time because that can help our overall life. Is your health thriving or is it merely surviving? Welcome to Thriving with Chiropractic, where we unpack conditions and lifestyle challenges in order for you to be the best version of health you can possibly be. I'm your host, Dr. Mosier, and my beautiful co-host is my wife, Ellen. Join us on this journey to thrive. Hey folks, I'm here with Christy, and she is a local nurse practitioner. So it is so good to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Now, I heard you were a nurse for 12 years. That's before, correct. Before jumping into nurse practitioner. Correct. So talk to us a little bit about maybe some of the differences and, and what it was like being a nurse and then maybe some of your experiences as a nurse practitioner. So, so starting with as a nurse, any just out of this world stories of any patients that were overly septic or on on the verge of, mm -hmm. of not going well to with your care? Absolutely. Uh, the majority of my time in ICU, I dealt with the most critical patients that mm. were there, regardless of whether it was a pulmonary issue, cardiac issue, like a heart attack or something. Um, there were a lot of patients that, you know, came to the ICU for one reason and would typically end up septic just from being around the the germs and things that were prevalent in the hospital. So I had a lot of patients that were critical and they needed to be monitored significantly and very diligently. Um, and, you know, we had to make minute decisions and, and, and respond quickly in order to preserve and maintain their life. And, you know, it didn't always work out that way. You know, there were patients that we lost, unfortunately, but we did give it our all. But there were so many miraculous stories. I, I can't name one just from all the years I spent in ICU. It was, it was just a rewarding experience overall. Awesome. Well, then I want to ask you about those bad experiences. Okay. And you don't have to go into detail or anything, but like, does it ever affect your sleep at night? How do you handle those situations? You know, I really, <clears throat> most of my career in ICU, I commuted a lot to work. So that hour drive home was my time to digress and kind of compose myself before I got home to my family. I would leave my work at the door. Um, there were moments and times where I would become attached to patients and, you know, you care for them day in, day out for weeks and months at a time and you work so hard to give them the best quality of life and unfortunately, like you said, it doesn't always work out like that. So yes. sometimes that would hit very close to home because of the connection that I, I was with that patient. Well, <clears throat> you touched on, on a point and I'm kind of j jumping around a little bit, uh -huh. but that quiet time mm -hmm. you know you had the commute so you were forced to have that quiet time that you time of okay it's gonna be okay I'm, I'm making a difference here sometimes these things happen and I think we all need to have quiet time because that can help our overall health absolutely it which is, is something that you're passionate about I am very passionate about health absolutely so why the jump because there's a significant amount of 
additional education that you have to gain to become a nurse practitioner. Absolutely. Well, I've always <clears throat> been fascinated with the medical career. Ever since I was a young girl, I knew I wanted to be a nurse. Mm -hmm. um, 12 years in the bedside, it's very hard work. It's very mentally exhausting, and um, it's very just exhausting on the body in general. Mm -hmm. You know, we have patients that can't move. They're immobile, and we have to use our strength you know, properly or sometimes improperly, depending mm -hmm. on what's happening in that situation. You know, it was physically demanding and mentally demanding. And, you know, I wanted to do something more than just be stuck at the bedside. Mm -hmm. I always saw, you know, I had these connections and networks with doctors and other providers that would come in and give orders and take control of the situation. And I really enjoyed that upper level conversation and yes. talking to them. And it was just very um, triggering and uh, it made me want to learn more. So um, after 12 years in the ICU, I went back to school for another few years um, and became a nurse practitioner so that I could really focus on the other aspect of healthcare, which was health promotion and management. So I saw the sickest of the sick and mm -hmm. I saw the things that they had done to their body over time, which a lot of those were preventable. So my envision was to try to prevent these people from getting in those situations to begin with so that they can live a longer, healthier life. That is absolutely amazing. Thank you. Um, now, you are at Baptist. I am at Baptist, yes. And how long have you been there? I've been at Baptist here in Salem uh, since August of 2021, so about six, eight months. That is amazing. Yeah. You, you mentioned something, and, and I obviously see a lot of nurses that come through here. Mm -hmm. You guys are, are the hardest on your spines. Yeah. And I think you have the highest pain tolerance We do, levels. yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, you would think a big, hefty farmer would have that, but it's these little, petite nurses that have the high pain tolerance. But you guys are lifting patients that honestly make me look small. And you're, there's a difference between deadlifting two, three hundred pounds in the gym versus deadlifting a person Absolutely. that weighs two, three, maybe even four hundred pounds. Um, that's hard. It is. That has to be hard because there's no, you know, we talk about biomechanics as chiropractic. Yes. There's no way of having proper biomechanics when you got a, a limb over here and a limb over there. And Absolutely. And you had to <clears> add <throat> in the medical equipment that you've got to be very cautious mm. with. You know, you don't want things, you know, pulling out of the patient, so on and no. so forth. So you've got a lot to, to work around, and a lot of times the mechanics of your body are not where they should be. So I'm, I'm bouncing around, yes. but health is, is vitally important to you. That's why you started coming in. But what would be a suggestion from a nurse practitioner standpoint mm -hmm. on someone's overall health? Um, a suggestion in your overall health, it, uh, one that I actually teach my patients and promote them don't try to change everything at once make small changes the small changes will seem very attainable and mm -hmm. once you attain so many of those small concepts your bigger goal uh, you're approaching it so that's what my recommendation is in overall health mm -hmm. you know that wasn't a planned question okay. but that was a phenomenal answer well, thank you because that will that will anybody that's listening if they just take that they can take that information to the bank Absolutely. and cash that check. You're right. I don't know if I made that one up on my You're so on funny. The spot. Um, <laughs> so you've been coming for a while. Yes. You and your daughter. Um, how has that changed your guys' lives? Um, yeah, we've been coming here a couple of years. Um, actually, what prompted me to bring my child in is we were in a major automobile accident and I was concerned about 
her future health and her spinal alignment and you know um, that's really you know I didn't want her to be in the position that I was from accidents that were undertreated um, yes. so you know we came here and she's thriving she's doing well she's got no issues from the accident that was several years ago at all myself um, gosh I just I've never felt better you know the consistent adjustments and uh, I no longer have headaches, which allows me to focus more and concentrate at work. You know, I'm not having the back pain that was debilitating in the ICU that would put me down for a few days when I wasn't working. So I'm, I'm able to be there for my patients and put my full attention on them. That is amazing because you're dealing with some pretty complex cases. Yes. You're over at, at Salem Baptist. Um, I'm just so glad you joined me on this show. Well, thank this you. I'm so, I'm so glad to be here. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank, thank you. you for joining us. And we'll see you next time on Thriving with Chiropractic. Thank you for joining. We truly hope Thriving with Chiropractic is making a positive impact on your health and wellness. Please comment and share this episode. We would love to hear from you. And as always, remember, your story matters.